At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hour number two, my guys in the desert on a football Friday show on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Matt Humans with Scott Kellen and Jonathan Von Tobel. And Scott, we got you for five more minutes. Follow him on Twitter at Six Cents NFL. And where can people find your analysis on a weekly basis? Because you do very thorough write ups on each of these NFL games. Yeah, uh, just go to uh, sixcentsports.com and uh, shoot me an email, and uh, we'll get your registration and you'll have access to it. And everything's up there for free. It's, it's uh, all free this year. Yep. Scott, let's talk about one of your uh, best bets this week Steelers and Bills. And uh, we broke this game down in the first hour today, but the Bills are six. And a half point favorites in most spots. Six here at the South Point. You're going to play the total, though, and uh, you might be able to find the 49 out there, but it looks like 48 and a half mostly. Yeah, and I would play it even uh, to 48, Matt. I think there's value. I made the number 45. These two played last year. I think they totaled 41 points, uh, 4.1, 4.7 yards of play for each team in that game. Uh, two very good defenses. I think Buffalo's defense will even be improved this year. We'll see what Pittsburgh's got. They may run the ball a little bit more. They're you know basically putting in a new offense. Not quite sure how good their offense is going to be. Uh, at the end of last year, it was not great. And Pittsburgh's defense is good enough, in my mind, to contain Buffalo a little bit that uh, I think you know under 48, which is a little bit over the league average, uh, puts us in a good position, a little bit of value on this game toward the under. JVT, I know this is not one of your best bets, but you talked about if that Steelers number does hit seven, you're probably going to play the dog. Yeah, and it looks like it could. They're like the six and a half are pretty much dominating the board, so we'll see what happens on Sunday morning. But that is going to be the play for me. I'm looking for that full seven, and I will be in on Pittsburgh. All right, JVT and I both played the Patriots minus two and a half, Scott, and uh, you have a play on this game as well. Dolphins, Patriots in New England. The number is now three. And the total, 43.5. Yep, still think there's value at the three. They win 21-11 there week one last year with Cam Newton. I think uh, Mac Jones is going to be an upgrade for them. Uh, and the Miami offensive line, I have it as the worst offensive line in the league. I think the front seven for New England, which has vastly improved this year, is going to uh, cause some problems there. Uh, and the strength of the Dolph- Dolphins here is their secondary. But New England's going to look to run the ball, maybe use the two tight end set to throw to, uh, which pretty much negates what they have at the corners uh, in favor of them. I think there's some value at New England at home, uh, laying a short number. Great coach. Uh, and you, For once, we can trust a quarterback now uh, with no Cam Newton there. 
All right, and uh, let's look at one more play you made here. And this is a teaser. I think last night you had the Bucks on a teaser like we did at minus one and a half, which yeah. turned into be turned out to be a very important number. Uh, you're also going to tease, I believe, the Rams and the 49ers, right? Do you have those two teams on a combination? Yeah, so yeah. we'll tease the uh, 49ers down to two, Rams down to one and a half. In my mind, you want to get minus 125 or less uh, to provide value there. But... I think the 49ers can steamroll this game. You look at some of the games they played last year uh, against the Giants and Jets in Cincinnati two years ago. They steamrolled teams of similar quality uh, to um, Detroit. And the Rams here, they've have had a good history against the Bears last couple years. And the Bears have not shown uh, that they can perform on the road against quality competition. Um, so I think this is a teaser that can get there with the Rams and 49ers. Are you in the Westgate Super Contest or the Circa Millions or Survivor Contest? I did not contest? get in it this year, no. No? Why no. not? Because I've been more of a totals player than a sides player. Mm -hmm. uh, if they ever added totals, I'd probably be in it and feel like I have a better chance, especially with a higher volume of people in it now. So that's primarily the reason I've been out the last couple of years. You are a former winner of a Las Vegas football contest. Yes. That's how we first met, Matt. That's 2011, right. I think it was. Uh, you, uh, what was the first contest you won? The one at the M and then yeah. one at the Golden Nugget, I That's think, three right. years later. Golden Nugget, uh, JVT, you and I are both in the Westgate Super Contest. Looking at the lines here this week, uh, anything jumped out to you as something uh, that you're going to play for sure as one of your top five selections? Yeah, I think uh, the, the Jets have entered into my my play for sure. That you just that When you're playing in these competitions, you have these stale lines, but getting five in a game that right now is four or three and a half on a side that I already kind of liked, uh, that's definitely going to be there. Uh, I don't think I'll shy away from laying three with the New England Patriots as that's available in the Super Contest as well. You can still get the, the uh, team the Washington football team, uh, catching a point in the contest. So I think those three are for sure Actually, Washington's minus one. Oh, are they really? Yeah. Okay, I thought oh, maybe that was a circus super contest. So uh, not a massive move from plus one to minus one, so I still think they're in my three and uh, mess around with the other ones like uh, Steelers plus six and a half. Yeah, I've uh, gone back and forth. Even though I bet the Patriots minus two and a half, I think I'm probably going to go ahead and play them in the contest minus three. And how about the Raiders on Monday night at plus four and, four and, and a half? half? Yep, I think that's definitely going to be on the card too. Scott Kellen, you've got a very important birthday party to attend, so we got to <laughs> let you get out of here and catch a fight. Great to see you. Hey, great to see you guys. Yeah, Appreciate man. you having me on. We'll see you. Follow him on Twitter at Sixth Sense NFL. Aaron Renning joins us. He's on deck. He'll join us in about 10 minutes when we come back here on My Guys in the Desert Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. It's my guys in the desert. It's a finale, JVT. It's uh, you and me on here for the last time. Uh, before we change schedules here at VSIN next week, we're going to go back to our old show, The Edge. You allowed to say that? Huh? Are you allowed to say that? Why not? Oh, okay. Yeah, we are. I'm excited. We're allowed to say it okay. because it's our show All on right. Monday. That's and it's right. going to start Monday, so we better, it's Friday. We better be allowed to say it. Uh, so we're going to be back on the edge on Monday. Stormy is going to host My Guys in the Desert. And uh, Sunday night, don't forget, we're yep. going to host the opening line show. We're going to give you the first, week, first look at next week's games, 8 to 10 p.m. Pacific, here from the South Point Sportsbook, the opening line show with uh, me and JVT. So try to tune in for that. Hey, we got uh, three college football games tonight to talk about before Aaron Renning jumps on with his uh, top plays for this week. I, I think this is a, a really unique situation here with the Kansas-Coastal Carolina game tonight. And this starts at uh, 4.30 p.m. Pacific. The Jayhawks were, I'm going to say, what, um, seven, were there six-point home favorites last year in this matchup? Mm, I think, yeah, something like that. I'll double-check for you. They are 26.5-point road dogs tonight. So Kansas lost at home the last two years to Coastal Carolina Shanna Clears. Tonight, 26.5-point dogs on the road. You're not going to see a Power 5 team <laughs> as an underdog like this in pretty much any other situation. But that's how big a dog Kansas is tonight. I, I can recall off the top of my head. If Four and a half, as it looks like on this screen right here. Okay. Uh, anyway, that's a huge difference from last yeah. season's yeah. game. And it Coastal is. Carolina... 
took the Jayhawks to the woodshed last year too. Yeah, they did. Uh, 30, <laughs> Thirty-eight to twenty-three in a score that was not as a right. uh, it was not as indicative of how distanced uh, that game was. So look, twenty-six and a half. The pendulum has obviously swung very far in the other direction here, uh, from a four and a half point underdog in this spot a year ago to uh, laying the twenty-six and a half. But you are at home, so there is a slight difference there. I. I I haven't seen I didn't I haven't seen much that I like about this Kansas team to at least make me look at I think what seems to be a slightly inflated number of 26 and a half and feel confident in taking it with the Jayhawks. Yeah, I'm not going to play it, yeah. but um, God, that's an awful big number. Kansas, by the way, has a, had a season win total of one and a half, mm-hmm. and uh, snuck out a win last week over the South Dakota Coyotes, 17 to 14. So Jayhawks get off to one and zero start, and they might not win a game the rest of the way. They're going to be underdogs, big underdogs yes. the rest of the way. Also tonight, the UTEP Miners, big dogs on the blue carpet in Boise. Uh, Broncos, 25.5-point favorites, total of uh, 57. And Boise's not my favorite team in the Mountain West. I favor Nevada. You favor San, Fre- Jose, State. San Jose State. I always want to say you Fresno. You always want to put that evil on me. Uh, I want to put Fresno on you, but you say San Jose. I say Nevada. Uh, Boise tonight, a big favorite. Oh, you know what? Over a much improved UTEP Miners team. Yeah, and the market has moved, too. Remember, this is, I think this opened 28 uh, in the market, now down to 25 and a half. So starting to get a little bit further down. I will say this. I think this Boise State team, they, they want to work out some kinks, especially on the defensive end, right? They, you know, uh, in that match against UCF, they were melting like a hot knife through butter. Uh, UCF was going up and down the field on them that first drive it was one two three right down and eventually uh, they lost that game because of bad plays by Hank Bachmeyer in this offense so uh, I think this is one of those where Boise's going to look to get right in a lot of key areas and maybe yeah, keep the keep the pedal down a little bit longer than you would expect if they're going to cover a number like this I think you could expect them to potentially do so Yeah, I wonder if that game in Orlando took a toll on the Broncos last week too yep. that was a, a physical game and uh, they end up losing by five which by the way it fell right on the number essentially if you got five and a half hopefully with a Boise, you were a winner. And are you looking ahead to a matchup with Oklahoma State? Well, that's why I think week. it's kind of a sandwich spot yeah. for Boise, which it's. I think that's why the number has dropped this week because I even gave UTEP a look. I'm not going to play the Niners, minors, but I considered it. How about another Mountain West team in action tonight? North Dakota at Utah State. You're the guy who wrote the Mountain West preview for the VSIN College Football Betting Guide. Uh, the Aggies. Off a big win. Yeah. Six and a half point home favorites tonight. I, I think they're, look, I thought the Aggies were going to be good, but I think they're ahead of schedule. Like, I thought there was going to be one of those teams that, as they got into the brunt of their conference schedule, they were going to be a problem to deal with, right? When you look at uh, Anderson coming over from Arkansas State, bringing in Logan Bonner, how much returning personnel there was going to be. I just thought it was going to take a couple of games uh, to kind of get this system in place, but not the case with a pretty good win mm-hmm. as a big underdog last week. So, you know, if, underneath this seven where it's at right now, uh, I wouldn't shy away from it necessarily. You had, well, opened at seven in some spots, and now you're under that key number for the most part. Uh, the Utah State team's pretty good, and I think they're just a little bit ahead of schedule. It was really surprising to see how good they were in that first week. Utah State was a 17-point dog at yep. Washington State and pulled off the outright upset 26-23. to The total in that game was 66.5, by the way. Stayed way under. Aaron Renning joins us now on Football Friday here on My Guys in the Desert. Follow him on Twitter at ER Sports one And ER, before we jump into the NFL card, I know you're a big totals player in college football, and a lot of your totals numbers have probably been uh, beat up pretty good at, at this point. Is there anything out there in the college board that you would still recommend playing? Uh, yeah, thanks uh, for having me, guys. Excited football season. Uh, seems like it took a long time to uh, get here, but, uh, yeah, a lot of bets uh, on the board this week. Yeah, for in, in college football, uh, you definitely had some totals uh, that get uh, whacked out pretty good. I did play, uh, and, and I do pay a little bit more attention to what uh, what uh, some other people I respect are playing this week. Uh, 315 Pittsburgh, uh, right now the line is three. I, I did play it with Pittsburgh. Seems like a lot of sharp guys are on that as well. Uh, basically the mentality that uh, Tennessee uh, and Heupel a little bit in over their head, all those transfers, et cetera. Pittsburgh's a veteran team. I, I think they could win this game going away. Uh, and as you mentioned, the totals, Matt, uh, I did play that game uh, over the total. Uh, certainly a little bit better number uh, earlier this week. All right, let's break down the NFL. Scott Kellen just joined us. Uh, for the first hour to break down all the games. We're going to hit on uh, some of your best bets here in uh, the next 10 minutes. How about the uh, Philadelphia Eagles catching three and a half at Atlanta? And uh, the total in that game is uh, 48 and a half. Did you play the side or the total? 
I played the side in this game. I came in with uh, Philadelphia plus the three and a half. Uh, certainly can still get that uh, number uh, available. And I, I think Philadelphia, I, I view them as a little bit of an underrated team. I'm not one that pays a lot of attention to the preseason results. If you do, you're going to be probably a little bit down uh, on Philadelphia. I mean, you know, I think the start, uh, it's just almost addition by subtraction. Uh, with what went on with this organization last year and, you know, get, getting rid of Carson Wentz. I mean, it was broken, uh, really, the second half of the season uh, for the Eagles. So, you know, to bring in a new head coach, we'll see how it works. So, you know, he's got a pretty good football pedigree with some of the places uh, that he has been. And, you know, there's still uh, some talent uh, on this Philadelphia team. And, you know, where I think they can win this game is really on the offensive and defensive line. Of course, obviously, Philadelphia uh, absolutely decimated on that offensive line uh, last year. And uh, many who followed them know, you know, Lane Johnson, when he's been out, uh, it has really reflected how well this offense could play and uh, hopefully get a guy like Brooks back uh, this uh, this weekend or this Sunday as well. So, uh, that offensive line is going to be much improved uh, defensively as well. I, I think this is one of the most underrated defensive lines uh, in football. So, you know, strong reports of some of these guys ascending, including a guy like Hargraves has had a great uh, training camp. Obviously, you have a guy like Fletcher Cox uh, as well on that defensive line. And, you know, that's kind of how I break this game down when you, you look at the Atlanta side of the equation. Um, this is a team that's, uh, you know, essentially in salary cap hell. I don't expect Matt Ryan to be on this team next year. Um, uh, so he's just kind of a, a one and done here at this point, I think, with the Falcons here. And, you know, since they're up against it so much uh, with the salary cap, the depth on this team, uh, there's just really at this point not a lot of talent. Uh, so it's just a complete rebuild. Uh, I think Philadelphia, again, win, can control the, both the offensive and defensive side of the football here. So I think they, I think they can get, uh, get the win out right here. All right, let's go to one matchup. I'm really intrigued by having had anything here yet, but the Vikings and the Bengals, I think Minnesota's got a really big edge up front with that offensive line and a rebuilt defense. They're a three-point favorite on the road. Total right now is 47 or 46 and a half. Your play side or total here? Uh, yeah, I'm on the side here with the Minnesota Vikings, and obviously with Cincinnati, I believe uh, they've gone under their season win total in five straight years. While well, I'm betting uh, that it happens a sixth year uh, this year with the Bengals, and you know, a lot of it is the schedule. I, I think it's just really tough, and you know, it starts out with a team like Minnesota, who I think is going to be certainly from a defensive standpoint vastly improved uh, from where they uh, were last year. I mean, Cincinnati really just kind of from the top down, from the front office, they continue to not you know, understand how to evaluate talent, uh, coaches, et cetera. Uh, they're just up against it from an NFL standard. Uh, I worry a little bit, you know, certainly mixed reports on Joe Burrow, how he's handling pressure. Uh, and obviously in training camp, et cetera, you're not going to face any sort of pressure, but that certainly changes uh, this week matched up against, uh, again, a Minnesota Vikings defense that was uh, completely embarrassed last year. Uh, I would expect them to be the most improved defensive team uh, in the NFL. They get a couple of players back who missed last year. Of course, uh, from an offseason standpoint, they, they've spent uh, dollars to improve this defense. Uh, it's still a very fragile offensive line for the Bengals. So uh, Burrow's going to face a lot of pressure here. Uh, I don't think it's going to go well, so that's going to be an issue. Uh, the Vikings, you know, I would say, you know, they're probably their main weak spot is uh, that offensive line. Uh, you know, they've they've done some things with play action to try to get around that, but you know, keep in mind this Bengals team has been the worst uh, in the NFL at creating pressure, just 17 sacks uh, last year, worst uh, in the NFL. So. Uh, I like the matchup here for the Vikings to get the uh, opening week win. Yeah, those look like it sets up well for Cousins and the Vikings there as three-point road favorites. You also made a good case for the Eagles as three-and-a-half-point road dogs. How about the 49ers-Lions matchup in Detroit? And uh, the total, 46. The total's dropped a little bit in this game. You going to look to play this under? Uh, yeah, I'm going to come in under the total. i got to get to some totals here, uh, guys. And, and, and quite honestly, this is – you know, really wanting to play the Detroit Lions under the total. Um, and certainly happy to get there with uh, 46 out there at this point right now. 
Um, and, you know, whatever you could make of, of the quarterback here and et cetera, but uh, I, I think in the end you're going to have a drop-off uh, with a pretty good drop-off with Jared Goff. And, you know, the fact that you have to keep in mind that he was very much coached up uh, with what they were going to do uh, or what he, where he was with the Rams, so they had to, the, you know, simplify a lot of things and make it str- uh, shorter with what he was doing last year. With that said, um, you know, you, you go to uh, an organization where he was coached up, now probably where he's going to be coached down. Uh, with Dan Campbell and Anthony Lynn, <laughs> right. not not a lot of playmakers uh, with Detroit. They lose their wide receivers, etc. And I would expect it to be a very conservative offense as well. They're going to punt when maybe they should not punt. Uh, I expect a pretty slow pace from this team. And you know they're facing a team with uh, San Francisco. I mean, all reports that this uh, defensive front is going to be every bit as good as it was a couple of years ago when they made that run to the Super Bowl. So. Uh, again, betting against Detroit some way, some shape, or form here. To me, that's going to be under the total this week. All right, E.R., how about Monday night then? We get the injuries at multiple positions for the Baltimore Ravens. They get the Las Vegas Raiders. Right now, the line is down to four. The total has been moved to 50 and a half. Yeah, there's another game where I went under the total. I was handicapped this game, and I have to say, I was uh, when I looked at what the total was, I was a little bit surprised. Um, you know, 51 uh, earlier this week, 50, 50 and a half at this point right now. And, you know, you look at the Raiders and much is made of uh, obviously what they're able to do offensively. But if you look at it, you know, from a DVA or DVOA standpoint last year, 14th in the NFL from an offensive standpoint. I mean, let's face it, everybody had a pretty good offense last year mm. in the NFL or almost everybody, 20 teams, but slightly above average. I, I think they probably take a step back, uh, or I don't think they can ascend really from an offensive standpoint. Uh, Derek Carr had a great year. Uh, they move, they lose some key pieces uh, on that um, offensive line. So I, I just don't see how this offense is going to be better. You know, perhaps with uh, acts of desperation, this defense, you know, signing these aging veterans, not exactly um, the move that uh, maybe is going to be best for the future, but for this year, uh, maybe it pays off and this this defense improves uh, a little bit. So I, I'm not sure that this Raiders team is going to be that over team that we've seen uh, the last couple of years. And certainly with the Ravens, I mean, it has been nothing but bad news uh, as far as from an offensive standpoint. They haven't played together, the injuries, et cetera. Uh, I think it's going to take a week or two. And let's face it, I mean, the NFL has caught up to a certain degree uh, to what Lamar Jackson could do. Very capable from a defensive standpoint, that secondary is top-notch. Yes, they lose Marcus Peters. To me, he's probably a little bit more of an over player than an under, a guy who likes, loves to gamble and, and get the pick sixes here. So uh, I thought there's a lot of value under the total. John Harbaugh, the king of the preseason, but this is the regular season, right. JBT. This is going to be different. ER, in the, in the final 45 seconds or so, did you play any uh, season win totals, any NFL futures you were big on? Uh, yeah, I got a bunch. You know, I mentioned it uh, with the uh, the Bengals. Uh, I played some uh, Raiders under, although um, not uh, quite a fan as I was earlier on that. I'm trying to think of uh, yeah, big big into the Chargers. Uh, I played the the Chargers over the season win total, make the playoffs, etc. So uh, uh, those those are the team, or that's the team that I like probably the best. All right, that's Aaron Renning. Follow him at ER Sports One. Good luck this weekend, man. Thanks. All right, same to you guys. Thank you. Football Friday show rolls on. We come back with our best bets in college football. And stay tuned because Dave Tooley joins us in about 15 minutes with a Vegas football contest update and his top plays of the week in the NFL. Back here in a couple minutes, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. guys in the desert from <coughs> excuse me the South Point Sportsbook Bet Rivers is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. Bet Rivers has you covered for the NFL season, offering same game parlays and all pro football matchups and bringing back the Reduce the Juice promotion on game days. This NFL season, they have a $1 million beat to spread challenge with thousands of dollars given away each week. Pro football betting, more rewarding at Bet Rivers. Download the app or go to betrivers.com to place your bets. Offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey, and you must be 21. Again, the $1 million beat to spread contest. Bet Rivers Sportsbook. Go to BetRivers.com. JVT, let's get to our best bets in college football. I've got about eight games on my list right now, four games I have bet uh, currently. I played Arkansas plus seven 
over Texas. I played Arizona at a pick'em against San Diego State. I did bet UNLV Arizona State over 53 and a half. Mm-hmm. And uh, I jumped in a little bit on Toledo plus 17. I didn't put that on the graphic. I ended up playing that right before the show today. But the four I'll go with for the show purposes, to document the records here, eight, four, and one on the season. I'm playing Oregon plus 14 and a half, Arizona pick, Arkansas plus seven, UNLV, Arizona State over 53 and a half. That Arizona game I put up Monday, it's now Arizona minus one and a half or two. Mm-hmm. But the rest of those numbers are still out there. I've not bet Oregon yet. I want to get the status of Kayvon Thibodeau, the Ducks. Best player, not just best defensive player. Uh, the l- latest reports I heard were not that optimistic about how good he's going to be to go in Columbus uh, tomorrow. But I'm, I'm looking to take Oregon, probably a smaller play, at plus 14.5, plus 15. Have you heard anything more about an update on Thibodeau? Nothing else. Just day-to-day. It's, it's pretty status yeah. quo when it comes to those status. And like you said, no positive momentum. So that's one thing that I think works uh, works against Oregon. And remember, this is a, an offensive line that was great for Ohio State against Minnesota. Only gave it one tackle for loss, no sacks. So not going to be great uh, if they're not able to get to C.J. Stroud and disrupt this offense. So you and I share a play, obviously. Our, Arkansas catching seven uh, over Texas. Uh, I, th- I like this Arkansas offensive line. I think this running game is very good. Uh, the market's kind of swung too far in one direction, mm-hmm. right? Last week it was play against Louisville, or excuse me, play against uh, Texas with Louisiana, and um, bring that number down, and now all of a sudden it's not, let's make them a full touchdown on the road against Arkansas, and I think part of this has to do with the struggles in the first half against Rice, not the case in the second half where they absolutely destroyed Rice. So I, I like this Arkansas team, and I will take the seven with Vandy against Colorado State. Six and a half are starting to pop back up yeah. again. Spots like Circa and FanDuel. I think this is the ceiling where this number is going to reach, and I just don't like this Colorado State team. If you look at their loss, it's not just the loss for me to South Dakota State. This is already a team that I was down on, took the under in our guide mm-hmm. for Colorado State, and I don't think Steve Adazio is a very very good coach, but this is an offense that managed absolutely nothing on the ground against South Dakota State. We're torn up 242 yards on the ground for South Dakota State, 7.1 yards per attempt, uh, eight, eight, uh, eight yards per attempt through the air for their quarterback, Chris uh, Oladukin. So I just think that this is a Colorado State team that I'm willing to play against, especially for a number that opened up one. So Vandy and Arkansas. Yeah, it's me. hard to make a case for Colorado State as a seven point favorite. Circa opened that minus one. Yep. Uh, at the same time, why is Colorado State favored by seven? Because Vandy just got beat by East Tennessee 23 to three. Yeah. Both, both but I will say this yeah. I think Vandy's going to take, is going to show improvement. Clark Lay, the former Notre Dame defensive coordinator, is a head coach, and he's taken over a, a tough situation. Week one, the Commodores were lost. I think eventually um, he's going to find something with that team. They're not going to be as bad as they looked last week. It's just, uh, do you think it's one of those classic overreactions to how bad Vandy looked in week one? Because. Colorado State certainly nothing special. Yeah, I think so, and and I do think like just from a power rating perspective, if you look at it, like you know we're talking about this full seven, you know like how much is a home field advantage worth for a Colorado State, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't think it's worth that much. And I just think about this again from the power rating perspective. If you're swinging this back to Vanderbilt, what's this number, right? Is is this really only like is this Colorado State minus one on the road, right? Or Vandy pick something like that? I just don't think Colorado State should be power rated that high in a matchup. Where I, think, I think these two teams are kind of a coin flip in, in where they should be from a talent perspective. Again, that's the primetime game. Saturday night on ABC, right? Yep. Vandy yes, at Colorado course. State. I think, uh, yeah, was it Kirk Herbstreet's out there? Yeah. Uh, I think they actually called Brent to call it, but he was like, nah, nah I, I retired from that, guys. Yeah. Yeah, betting and beers with Brent tonight at the South Point at 6 p.m. Uh, best bets again <laughs> for me in uh, college Arkansas plus seven. Uh, Arizona at a pick'em, UNLV, Arizona State over 53.5, Oregon plus 14.5. Also, t- also taking a look here at uh, Toledo plus 17 at Notre Dame. Uh, I've got Pitt on my radar. That's a very popular play with a lot of people this week. Are you using any of these for the uh, last man standing uh, or your contest plays? i got to put in the Station Casinos last man standing tonight. Yep. i also got to put in the William Hill College Football Contest, the Golden Nugget Ultimate Challenge. That's what tonight's for. Go around uh, and enter contest picks. Going to be busy tonight <laughs> putting in contest picks. Also looking at Blue Believe it or not, UConn plus 34. Oregon State minus 11. Got a lot of games on the short list. We'll take a quick break. We come back. You want to talk baseball? I mean, not really. It's football Friday. We'll we'll do it. It's (laughs) football Friday. We'll have to talk baseball here for six or seven minutes when we come back.
This is exciting news. VSIN now available 24 7 on the YouTube TV Sports Plus package. Sign up today at tv.youtube.com to start your free trial. And remember, you can also watch us 24 7 on Fubo TV, Sling, and Xfinity X1. Visit vsin.com to find all the ways to watch and listen to vsin. Again, sign up today at tv.youtube.com. You know what? Let's go to Dave Tooley next. I'm going to call an audible. We can push baseball back. We got to talk to the man who once put down a 50 ounce prime rib. Uh, where was that? Uh, was it Jerry's Nugget? Jerry's Nugget. That's I also, right. I also heard he was challenging people during the pandemic to eating contests around Las Vegas. The guy's an animal. Uh, he's a competitive eating champion. There's no question about it. Dave Tooley, I view from Vegas, joins us now. How's it going, Dave? Uh, once. Uh, <laughs> done it more than once, but no, I, I love that prime rib. And and the reason why I didn't do the McDonald's challenge was because, yeah, if I'm going to eat that much, I'd rather have it uh, be something good. At View from Vegas, VSIN's senior reporter, Dave Tooley. Uh, Dave, and uh, you are what I call the uh, the foremost authority on Vegas football contests when it comes to reporting. What do you have for us for the latest numbers of uh, on the Westgate Super Contest, the Circa Millions and Survivor, and any other significant contest out there as we sit here on Friday afternoon with the deadlines looming in all these major football contests? Yeah, this is obviously the the big sign-up uh, rush here. Uh, Circa Sports Million 3 um, has uh, uh, Jeffrey Benson just uh, texted me. Uh, has 3,805 entries, so it looks like you'll definitely hit the the 4,000 guarantee. Uh, these these are a thousand thousand bucks a piece, and so they're guaranteeing four million. Uh, so yeah, they're less than 200 away from that now. Uh, the, Cir- the Circus Survivor is at 36.56, and uh, people following the contest know that that has a six million dollar guarantee at a thousand bucks a piece. So. That is uh, does not look like we're going to get to the uh, the six thousand mark there. So uh, should be a huge overlay uh, in in Circus Survivor. I'm, I'm I would I would guess we would probably still close in on uh, on four thousand entries. But uh, yeah, Derek Stevens uh, is going to be shelling off some extra cash there. Uh, Derek Stevens uh, the- down at Circa a couple weeks ago. Derek asked me what I thought he was going to get in the Survivor. I said I'm going to set the number of forty-seven fifty. Mm-hmm. Obviously, his target number was six thousand, and uh, doesn't even look like it's going to get to five thousand at this point. With uh, even with a huge late rush. So, Dave, you said three thousand six fifty-six in Survivor right now. Is that is that the number? Right, and uh, yeah, there was a lot of speculation with the game last night that uh, a lot of people put in the Buccaneers for their first play and might have been rebuying into uh-huh. the contest uh, if uh, if they lost. And also people that if the uh, you know if they saw, you know, probably, you know, maybe a third of the field get eliminated last night, <laughs> they might have been rushing out to jump in too. So that didn't happen. So I, uh, I think that was the last chance that uh, Derek had to hit that number. All right, Dave, I signed up for the Golden Nugget Ultimate Football Challenge a couple nights ago. I think it was number 148 or 149. So that, that contest without a guarantee uh, just didn't – it lost a lot of steam this year. Is that the number you got? That Was that the final number for the Golden Nugget? Um, I actually haven't seen the, the final number. I, I usually don't see the final number on the Golden Nugget until the uh, – the picks come out the, the, the first week. And, uh, yeah, as you know, the deadline for uh, the first week picks in that college and pro contest is at 10 p.m. tonight. So, yeah, tomorrow morning we'll have the final number there. Um, in the uh, in the w- William Hill College Pick'em, there's a uh, – oh, I'm just getting a text here from Jay Cornegay. Breaking oh. news. This, <laughs> uh, the Super Contest is at uh, 1839. Okay. Uh, so – uh, I, I, I've been thinking that that could uh, that, that could flirt with 2,000 this year after uh, dropping to 1,100 last year. So um, I, I signed up last night. I was number 17, 61, and 62. So they've had yeah 70 entries since then. So yeah, 1950 or 2,000 is probably what we're going to look at for the super contest. Um, and then back to the uh, William Hill uh, College Pick'em. Uh, as of 11 a.m. this morning, uh, they were only at 275, and that contest has a one million dollar guarantee. So they need a thousand a thousand entries to make make that guarantee. So they are way low on there. That's that's probably going to be the uh, not the biggest monetary overlay which the survivor will have, but uh, percentage wise, mm-hmm. 
And then again, William Hill over the years, when they had a $500 entry or even when they had $250 entry, would usually only be in the 300 to 400 range anyway. So it looks like it's going to come in right around that same uh, range with the uh, the $1,000 entry. I'm going to sign up for the William Hill College Contest right after the show today. Okay. And, uh, JVT, you were not in that contest. So you're, you're in the Station Casino's Last Man Standing College. Yep, and uh, and the Super Contest. So in one of those. Hey, hey, Dave, really quickly, Super Contest Gold, did, did you tell where's that at? Um, if, if I look at, uh, I'm sure Jay has a follow-up email. Yes, he does. Uh, <laughs> 82 are in the gold, which I believe last year was like 75. If I believe uh, so, they, they topped last year uh, again. For people who don't know, Super Contest Gold, the same format as the Super Contest Classic, but it's a five thousand dollar entry instead of a thousand dollar entry, and it's winner take all. Which uh, you know, Aaron Renning uh, famously finished second one year, mm-hmm. so <laughs> as we remember. But uh, but yeah, that's that's a, that's the cutthroat one, and uh, so yeah, looks looks like they might get back to. To 100 by the time we're done uh, with entries tomorrow. Dave Tooley laughing at Aaron Renning. It's, uh... Uh, he finished second that year, and I finished seventh. Uh, Winner take all. Winner take believe, all. Believe, believe, uh, believe me, I was not laughing. Uh, super contest. The Westgate Super Contest might get to 2,000. I know Jay Cornegay had his target number. I got a couple entries to put in that tonight. Dave Tooley, got a little bit more than a minute left. Let's get to your top plays in the NFL in week one. You had a Cowboys winner last night. And you're going to play some uh, a couple of ugly dogs on the card here. Yeah, very unpopular play with the Lions. I know you know, a lot of people not trusting them, but yeah, I can't resist a, a home underdog of more than a touchdown. Um, historically, those are very strong, and usually they're as ugly as this Lions team against a Niners team. Uh, so again, week one, uh, the Lions will usually play well. Also, uh, Sunday night, I like the Bears plus seven and a half uh, against the Rams. I, I think Andy Dalton is experienced. Um, you know, hopefully we'll keep him away from the, <laughs> the pass rush of, of the Rams. Uh, I like the Saints. Uh, some plus fours there, including in the contest. A lot of folks all down to three and a half. See some threes too, uh, but uh, I, I think this should be closer to pick them with, with the neutral site. I think lines been adjusted too much there. And then Monday night, I like the Raiders at home plus four against the Ravens. Although I know that's a, that it's almost too simplistic to think that the uh, the home crowd's going to carry them mm-hmm. to a good showing there. But uh, I'm on them. I'm, I'm pot committed. All right, that's Dave Tooley. He can put down a 50 ounce prime rib and take the ugliest dogs on the card: the Lions and the Bears <laughs> this week in Week One. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. All right, good luck, everybody. Now we'll talk a little baseball and uh, best bets in the NFL when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. the free oddstrader.com app to compare betting odds from licensed sportsbooks, access injury reports, in-game action, and much more. Go to oddstrader.com. JVT, what's happened to the Yankees? Can you explain this? Yankees swept them four games by the Blue Jays and never had a lead. Uh, first time the Yankees never led in the four or more game series since June of 1924, a little bit before your time. That was against the Washington Senators. Yankees have played 1,250 series of four games or more since then and led in every one. That's from Elias Sports Bureau. And the Yankees just embarrassed by the Blue Jays and the Bronx. Yeah, man. It's again like when you look at what has been ailing this team, it has been a, a lack of timely hitting. It has been a pitching staff, both starting and bullpen wise, uh, that has done them no favors. Again, yesterday, uh, your relievers come out after Nestor Cortez gives you a relatively strong outing, right? Mm-hmm. Six innings pitch, six hits, two earned runs, strikes out five. But what happens? Your bullpen goes out there, gives up two runs in the top of the ninth inning, and total gives up three runs and doesn't give you a chance to get back into this game. So I like it's kind of been it's it's consistently the same issues with them. Teams were runner scoring in position yesterday. 0 of 5, right? Left five guys on. Like those are the things that have consistently bothered them all year long and again it showed up. So again we like we were talking about yesterday, right? You're going to lay 270 or 280 for this team to make the postseason no, at this I'm point. Not. I just not. like the you, know, you out there. Like if you're <laughs> looking at that price, that's just it's not something that is that has any Another value. problem the Yankees have. Aaron Boone going to the bullpen and making the wrong move. Yep. Uh Yankees tonight, uh minus one twenty over the Mets. That's at City Field. Jordan Montgomery against Tyler McGill. Do you think the Yankees can stop this six game losing skid? I think they can. Uh, Tyler, oh, they can. Will yeah. they? Yeah. That, that's the Would question. Would you bet on them to do it tonight? Well, I, I guess you kind of you might think about it. It's down to like minus one ten. Because here's the thing: Tyler McGill in the middle of the summer was untouchable. He was mm-hmm. he was fantastic. There was some indication that he would come back down to earth, and sure enough, uh, he has. August he had a six forty four ERA. Last time out, six innings against the Washington Nationals, four earned runs, got taken deep twice, and he's still able to strike guys out at a high rate. So maybe he still gets over his K prop. But this is not a pitcher that has been in very good form in any way whatsoever when you look at Tyler McGill. So I would think that maybe if there's going to be a spot for this Yankee team to bounce back, it's against a pitcher who has definitely hit the skids at this right. point right now. Well, the Yankees have dropped six in a row. The Blue Jays have won eight in a row. 
And the Blue Jays right now a half game behind the Yankees in the standing. So it's a big sweep for the Jays in the Bronx. Let's get to uh, L.A. tonight. Padres and Dodgers open a series. Can you believe right now the Giants have won 17 more games than the Padres? Yeah. Uh, so tonight Crazy. it's Joe Musgrove against Julio Urias. And Dodgers minus 150, total of eight. And uh, the Padres... Got to get their act together in a hurry. They do, and I think that Julio Rios completely deserves this respect and maybe even a little mm-hmm. bit more. Uh, he has been a very, very good for the Los Angeles he Dodgers. Been, yeah. uh, pitched a gem in that 6-1 to win over San Francisco last week, went five and two-thirds, uh, and that's not long, but only gave up one earned run. He struck out eight. Uh, he has really come along strong over this last mm-hmm. month or so for the Los Angeles Dodgers. How about this for Julio Rios? He's not given up more than two earned runs in a start since Friday, July 16th, and that was a start in Coors. That was four earned runs. Do you want to draw a line through that? The last time he gave up more than two earned runs was on the road against the San Diego team on June 21st. So like, the, the guy has been absolutely phenomenal. I think there's an argument to be made that when you look at this from that perspective, you know, maybe this should be in the range of like $1.60 where the market's heading because Arias has been great for the Los Angeles Dodgers. He has been. He's got 16 wins, by the way, and a whip of uh, 1.05. He's been, I think, yep. uh, pretty good all season for the Dodgers. And uh, they are three games back of the Giants who won earlier today. So Dodgers three games back. The Giants have 91 wins. The Padres have 74. Uh, all right, one more. Pretty big difference for a team that was supposed to be the second-best team in baseball at the beginning of the no, year, right, for no San question. Diego? Uh, as good as Urias has been, Shohei Otani's been better. Yeah. Your guy, Shohei, goes for win number 10 tonight. Angels and the Astros. And uh, right now, Shohei is a big dog to Framber Valdez and the Astros. It looks like uh, minus 190 in the Angels and Shohei catching plus 175. Total of uh, 7.5 or 8, mostly 8. Yeah, you know, look, I think when you're getting to the range of plus 180 or so, it, it might be worth looking at Shohei Otani maybe in a first five or so, right, getting that plus price or a first five under because Frambois Valdez has been everything that he has shown, right? His ERA is tight with his expected fielding independent. No real signs of regression here. We know that Otani at times has some issues with the command, so maybe the pitch count gets a little high and he's not going to last very long, but he's shown the ability to go deep in a lot of these games. I think that maybe when you're talking about potentially playing this, a first five under would maybe be the way to go. I don't think there's really any statistic, statistical cracks in either one of these dudes' armors, so I think maybe you see both of these lineups get held down until you get to the Angels' god-awful bullpen. All right, let's get back to football. It's Football Friday. we got to close the show strong here in the final <laughs> six minutes, JVT. That's Had to it. get through it. That's it for baseball, Benny. Right. I like baseball. Let's look. I like baseball, baseball too, but this is a football weekend. All right, uh, my best bets for NFL week one, and you're going to have some similar plays on your card this week. We're going to start with uh, Texans plus three over the Jaguars, taking uh, an ugly dog on this card. Uh, but, again, I like Tyrod Taylor. I think he, he's going to run an efficient offense, and I don't believe the Jaguars – have looked that good. Uh, they got problems on their offensive line. And because of that, Trevor Lawrence is going to struggle in this game. If the Jaguars can't run the ball, Lawrence is going to struggle. And I'm just not buying into the Urban Meyer hype at this point. If you remember the week one a year ago, the Jaguars ambushed the Colts in Jacksonville. Uh, Pounced, I think, Steven. I think this year the Texans turned the table. And uh, I'll take the plus three. And, in fact, that's definitely a contest play for me. I think it's in the circuit where Texans are plus three and a half. Yep. Uh, you and I also bet the Dolphins early in the week at a good number. They said get it then at minus two and a half. It's up to three and three minus one twenty in most spots. Patriots minus two and a half over the Dolphins. Another uh, play early in the week: Washington plus one over the Chargers. And uh, Washington right now one point favorite, so a little flip of favorites, which I'm not crazy about. But more important. Curtis Samuel, the wide receiver the Washington picked up from Carolina, not going to play in that game. It looks like Austin Eckler, the running back, is going to play for the Chargers. Uh, so a little bit of bad news there. But I, st- I still like Washington as a play there. And Monday night, going with the home dog, and it's not just because of the crowd. I think the Ravens got a lot of problems right now. And uh, it's obvious with the injury situation, if you're going to catch the Ravens, this, this is probably going to be a good time. And the Raiders, four-point dogs against the Ravens on Monday night and the six-point teaser that uh, you and I snuck in there last yeah. night. We got to feel a little bit lucky to get the Bucks minus one and a half, but we got a good number, and that's why you have to get the good numbers. You got to act early. Don't wait till game day when the price inflates. Bucks minus one and a half and Rams minus one and a half is my teaser, and I like the Rams a lot on Sunday night uh, as well.
All right, so your card looks about the same. Uh, are, you, yeah, are we going to switch cards? What's going on here? Because uh, that's <laughs> change. <laughs> put up the graphic and just change the name. JVT, you have a different team on your teaser at least. Yeah, so it pretty much echo everything you said. Texans plus three, Patriots minus two and a half, the first bet I made for week one. Washington catching one, and the Raiders plus that four. Um, also put a little on the money line, too, for the Raiders uh, yesterday as well with the injury news coming out. But the six-point teaser, I tied it to the Chiefs. Their mark is down to five and a half, so there is some support for Cleveland. And I don't blame mm-hmm. it, but I, I think at the end of the day, you know, you're rebuilding this Cleveland offense, especially on the back end. They have 11 guys, either free agency or the draft, are coming back from injury, and then immediately gets tested by the Kansas City Chiefs. And while I think that this team is going to get better defensively as the year goes along, your first test right out the gate is arguably the best offense in the National Football League and the best quarterback in the National Football League. I think Mahomes makes the difference. So it was six at the time of this teaser was put in. First leg is in, so for the Chiefs, all I need them to do is win against the Cleveland Browns on Sunday. So I think uh, they will be able to do that. So tease that down to a pick so but we're on we're locking step with everything else in terms of the week one place i hope you have a big week i, I hope you have a great one for you yeah. uh so the, as far as washington play against the chargers we talk a lot about the quarterbacks and i obviously hope fitz magic has it this week but I, I like the washington defense as much as anything that's a dominant front four with four former first round picks they're going to put pressure on justin herbert in this game as great as herbert looked as a rookie uh, the key to making any quarterback look normal is put pressure in his face. And I think Washington could do that. And in fact, if you look at the other two layers of that defense, I think Washington's defense might be as good as it gets in the NFL. I believe the Patriots are going to have an elite defense, you know, a top five type defense as well. I'm not sure how you rank the defenses at this point, but you would have to think Washington and the Patriots, the Broncos could have a, could have an elite defense if everybody stays healthy, but uh, that's that's the big part of my handicapping here is I think Washington is just uh, going to be Washington's defense is going to hold down Justin Herbert. Yeah, I, I think when it comes to New England, I have some questions. Like, statistically, they were very, very poor against the run last year. But that was last year. It's a totally different year. It, it is a different year. So I just want to see like uh, what that what that's mm-hmm. going to look like now that a guy like Dante Hightower is back in the fold, right, leading the offense, and or excuse me, leading the defense. So uh, right now that has the Patriots kind of outside, just like around those top, like, top 10-ish in that area for me. I think they're going to be really good pass rush, though, and that makes a massive difference in today's National Football League. But for Washington, look, it's kind of along the same lines of thinking that we just talked about with Kansas City. This is a Chargers team who added a lot of personnel to their offensive line. Justin Herbert last year was one of the best quarterbacks in the National Football League under pressure, but that is a statistic that tends to vary on a year-to-year basis. Pressure is very random, and he's going to find himself with the rebuilt offensive line here facing some pressure against one of the best front sevens in terms of pass rushing in the Washington football team. So I just think with that front, with the fact that I think the Washington should probably Probably be about a one and a half point favorite here against the Los Angeles Chargers. Market's really high on the Chargers. I get it. But Scott Kellen brought up a great point when we talked to him in the first hour. Where if you look at the future odds between these two teams, there's not much separating them. So I don't know if the Chargers should be a road favorite in a spot like this. So I agree with the market. In some spots, it's up to one and a half. I wouldn't be surprised if we get to like two at some point, maybe on Sunday. I think this is where you're going to finally see this number close. I'd prefer Washington to just stay in that home dog role mm-hmm. that it started the weekend. Well, we got them in home dogs. So. Yeah, I know. They're a home dog uh, to you, Matt. I would prefer that Washington <laughs> just goes off as a home dog. I don't, I don't like to be on popular sides in the NFL. Last night, how popular were the Buccaneers? Uh, I mean, I thought they were going to win by 25 points. <laughs> that was crazy. A lot of people did. Well, they won by two. I said 31-17. They won 31-29. Had, bit I off. Think, what was I? 31-21, I think, was mine. So. I'll tell you what. The Cowboys looked pretty good offensively last night. Yeah. You're going to wonder well, what type of overreactions you see from people after that opening night game, Cowboys Bucks. It's not an overreaction, but I will say, watching the Bucks going forward with Murphy Bunting going down with some issues, secondary is a little bit secondary. Soft. I wonder what that's going to look like. Yep, secondary did look a little bit soft. Thanks to uh, Scott Kellen, Aaron Renning, and Dave Tooley on my guys in the desert today. So don't forget Monday we're going to be hosting the Edge in the afternoon. We're back on the Edge. And uh, Sunday night, the opening line show at 8 p.m. Pacific will be here at the South Point Studio. This is Visa and the Sports Betting Network.
Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.